Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's, for me, it's not always about, you know, me and building my wealth. I want to make sure that I'm bringing along people that are behind me or who have helped me or other entrepreneurs like myself. And what I found with apartment investing is the tax advantages, you know, the the um, option to not um, be actively involved in real estate. There's, there's so many things that can, that goes into owning your own property. Not everybody wants to deal with that, but everyone does want the advantages that come with real estate. So Apartment investing was one of those things that I was like, yeah, this is this is perfect for me and it's perfect for my community. And it's something that I really am excited to get started with. So. Welcome to the Share the Wealth Show, where minority professionals can learn to escape the racial wealth gap and catapult themselves into abundance. Your host, Nicole Pendergrass, grew her net worth from being negative to multiple six figures. Join her on her investigative mission to expose secret strategies of the wealthy so we can all have the tools needed to build the life and legacy we were created to possess. Now it's time for the show. Hey guys, so we're back again. This is the second part of the episode with today's guest. I need you, if you have not heard part one, go back to the previous episode and listen to that first and then come back and join us here today. You need to hear the whole conversation. This is why we split into two parts. There's so many nuggets. It's so juicy. Go back and listen to the first part. Exactly. Okay. Oh my gosh. We spent so much time on vending machines, but I just think that beginning part of your story was fantastic. And to find out how, why you really, I'm glad I didn't make you answer that before we were recording because I still <laughs> would have made you do it again. Anyway, um, multifamily. How yes. did you transition from vending machines to multifamily? You selling your vending machines, was that to finance you going over and starting it in Costa Rica? And how did multifamily get involved and how did you how did you start that yeah absolutely so definitely sold my machines to have the capital to um start um the vending machine store here um and so multifamily is fairly new to me um it's i um attended a seminar um by the multi multi multifamily mindset group mm. in april um, of last year. Um, and I, I've, you know, I've always loved real estate. Real estate is, is great. Um, it's something, it's one of those things that you, you know, in order to build wealth, you have to be in real estate, you know, anyone who, who is wealthy 
at least owns some property. So real estate has always been my long-term goal. Um, but I just didn't know. There's so many options and avenues that you can take in real estate that I really just didn't know how to get into the game, what was the best way. And then I came um, to the multifamily mindset seminar and I fell in love with it, honestly. It's because it, it wasn't only it's for me, it's not always about, you know, me and building my wealth. I want to make sure that I'm bringing along people that are behind me or who have helped me or other entrepreneurs like myself. And what I found with apartment investing is the tax advantages, you know, the, the um, option to not um, be actively involved in real estate. There's, there's so many things that can, that goes into owning your own property. Not everybody wants to deal with that, but everyone does want the advantages that come with real estate. So Apartment investing was one of those things that I was like, yeah, this is this is perfect for me and it's perfect for my community. And it's something that I really am excited to get started with. So um, I went ahead. Um, I purchased the program. I met amazing people. I started my syndication company. Um, I started connecting with other syndicators in um, the area. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm still, you know, building the company and my team and learning as much as I can about um, apartment investing, but I've, I love it so far. Nice. Okay. That's great. And then you, you basically jumped into the education. You got your basic, your mentor and guidance and the community of people who can help you. Now you have a bigger network in the multifamily mm-hmm. space. And when you come mm-hmm. across situations, you can, you have people you can reach out to right now. So right. that's, that's ideal. And that's great. Cause I love the theme that I love about what I'm seeing with you is that you'll learn about something and then you'll take action. Like you'll jump in and just implement and pull the trigger and you're not letting, you know, all the things that you don't have yet prevent you from taking any steps at all. So you just take one step at a time and just keep pushing through slowly and persevering. And Mm -hmm. that's all you can ask for. That's, that's what successful people do. They just move through obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that's a, that's what I've learned in a lot of self-help books. Um, it definitely, um, I don't want to make it seem like I'm fearless because I'm, I'm not like I'm, I'm scared all the time, but I do it afraid anyways. Um, and now I've learned that, you know, um, at the end of failure is success. So I'm not afraid to make mistakes. I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to be in rooms where I feel like I don't belong because everyone else is doing, you know, things that I've never done or seen. But I think being in those spaces has spaces have allowed me to um, be a lot more confident and, you know, be okay with not having those things and still being able to pursue them because other people like yourself or uh, the amazing other syndicators that I've met have done it and literally started with nothing. And to, I know one of like, many themes that people when they come in contact with me and it's like you're so young and it's like yeah (laughs) I'm so I'm so young like I don't know what I'm doing but you know I look at you guys and I see you guys doing and I'm like okay cool like there's there's hope for me yeah and that's one of the the better things about starting with that I call it um I don't want to say sophomoric but sophomoric optimism is kind of, or unbridled optimism, it's more of 
you you haven't gotten to the stage where you need to unlearn certain things because yeah you're old enough but when you get like the older you get and you're going down that traditional journey of job w2 safety of a w2 and the benefits and the golden handcuffs and all that once you get older into that and you have like bigger bills responsibilities family all that it's harder to unlearn that comfort zone that comes with a traditional route right right so i think you starting young is actually even better because you're you're just wide-eyed and so willing to absorb all the information you can get from those further ahead of you and i think that that's great um the other thing that you said was that you want to help other people who are, you know, maybe behind you in their journey or, you know, want to get started, want to help your community. How, mm-hmm. what's your big plan for that? Like, how, how are you helping people now? How do you plan to help people? Like, how, what do you want your business to look like so that you can give back to community and help others? Well, um, first and foremost, I just want to walk in my truth. Um, you know, be an inspiration to other young girls like myself. Um, I've, I don't have much of, you know, um, representation of like a young entrepreneur with, you know, big personality and, you know, not really a lot of experience with entrepreneurship. And I, I want to make sure that, you know, young girls uh, like myself are seeing that and, you know, because seeing is believing, you know, once you see yourself or someone like you on the screen doing something that you never thought you can do, you you automatically, you know, connect with that and see, oh, maybe this is something that I can do. So first, I, I want to do that. You know, I just want to be myself and be an inspiration to other people. Um, and secondly, I want to introduce um, syndication to my community. I think um, what I've noticed personally, um, in my community, we've always been on the other end of syndication, where it's like, we're the ones being pushed out the, the these thriving neighborhoods. And we see investors, you know, benefiting from the gentrification that goes on in, in our community. So um, I think there's a really bad stigma when it comes to gentrification. And I actually wrote an article about this, um, which um, if you're like interested, <laughs> you can go on my website and find it. Um, but I talk about how, you know, we've always, gentrification has always had a bad stigma for us when it's really, it's not a bad thing, you know, um, cleaning up our neighborhoods. It's just, we've never been on the side where we've been able to benefit from gentrification. So I, I really do want to introduce that to our community and see how you can really um, benefit from gentrification and syndication without, you know, all the stresses that come with real estate. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I completely, I agree. And I actually am very interested in that article. So um, if you send it to me, I will make sure that it's in the show notes. So anyone else who's interested can um, take a look at it as well. That is a conversation that I've had with other operators um, multiple times where it's mm-hmm. like, how do you, because on on in syndication, you have two sides. You have your investors who are passively investing in this building and they need a return on their capital if it's not for their return and for their capital you wouldn't be able to purchase the building in the first place most of the time increasing noi has to do with rehabbing units and increasing rents 
Right. That's most of the time. And then when, when you increase rent, the people who are already living there can no longer afford to live there. Mm-hmm. So if, it's like, how do you get a benefit for the tenant base that is traditionally there, but at the same time, still get your investors a return on the back end, the passive investors. So that is a conversation that um, is, is being had. There's no perfect answer because it's still, it's a hard situation to kind of yeah. figure out. I have been involved in a, in a project that did basically, was able to increase revenue for the passive investors, but still keep the current tenant base, keep it, mm-hmm. keep it as affordable housing. That project is actually still underway. So, but that's the only oh, other nice. example that I've seen of that. And it's, a, it's, it's with voucher housing. So it's like, if you're in that middle ground, you're not low, you don't make low enough to get voucher housing, but you're, you don't make, you don't make a, like a high income. You're kind of that middle area. That's mm-hmm. still the difficult segment to, you know, to help out. And I've heard a few different ideas, but anyway. Listen, I know you've been digging in, studying everything you can, listening to all the podcasts, reading all the books, even going to meetups. You basically have a degree from YouTube University, right? But you still feel stuck. You don't know how to actually implement what you've learned. You're nervous about taking the next step. So I've decided to start the Microfamily Investing Accelerator. This is a mentorship program where I personally guide you through my five proprietary pillars so you can learn how to buy your first commercial multifamily property and scale while not biting off more than you can chew by focusing on five to 20 units. That's what I call microfamily. And so you can also get hands-on guidance from an experienced microfamily investor who's been right where you are. And so you can also create the cash flow needed to give you freedom and options to build the abundant life that you were destined to live. So I'll be limiting the first cohort because they'll have direct access to me and I will be heavily invested in their success. If you're ready to grab 2023 by the horns, schedule a free discovery call with me today. The link is in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. What I do want to do, this, geez Louise, this has been such a great conversation because I'm learning so much more about your background and how you got started and, you know, your goals. Yeah. And I definitely want to keep in touch and help you along your way in the syndication space as much as, much as I can. Um, but Absolutely. what we're going to do now, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just wanted to say, um, before I even, um, you know, met you at the vision board party, um, I did like, know. I think I followed you on LinkedIn, like we were LinkedIn buddies. And I see like how you introduce your children to syndication. And and I love that. And then I learned about your podcast and listened to a couple episodes. And definitely an inspiration for me. Like I I love what you've been doing and the guests that you have on here and things that you're sharing. Um, I love this podcast. And I'm definitely going to continue listening to it. Um, and I'm so grateful to be here, honestly, and to you know, honestly add value to your audience as well. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Such anytime I get feedback, um, I really, honestly, I really, it really warms my heart because mm-hmm. sometimes you're just like in the grind of doing things and you don't know if people are really receiving it. If you're having right. the right kind of guests, asking the right kind of questions. And if you don't get feedback, it kind of makes you not know if you're going in the right direction. But feedback like yours is very, very helpful for me. Um, anyone else listening too, if you have feedback for me, I love feedback. 
please give me more. And let me know, are, is there a particular type of guest that you want me to have that I haven't had yet? Like, are there certain questions or concepts or information that you, you want to know more about, but I haven't had on the show? Um, or you want to hear more about, you know, maybe I have had them on the show, but in any case, I would love your suggestions and feedback as well. But thank you so much, Kenzie. Um, so what we're going to do quickly is just go into the final questions. Um, I got to, I, I say this every single time, people who listen all the time are going to be like, come up with a name for this segment, woman. I never know what I'm going to call this last second segment. Um, I don't know. I still, I had an I, uh, idea, but I kind of, the, the ring's not right. Anyway, okay. last question. So question number one, Warren Buffett said that diversification is a protection against ignorance. What do you think that means? And is that like a good or bad thing? Um, I think it's definitely, so di diversification is definitely um, a, a good thing. I, I, my personal opinion, but definitely won't argue with Warren Buffett. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a good thing because you really never know like what it's going to happen, what's going to happen in the future. So it's making sure that you have, you know, your eggs not in all one basket and in multiple baskets. It's, 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 it's a protection for um, what's to come because, you know, none of us can tell what the future holds. I mean, you can like, you know, be strategic as, as possible and, and try to um, time the market, but you really never know 100%, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, you definitely don't. And that's the way he's saying, like, it's, it's, it's protection against the ignorance. We, we don't have a crystal ball, right? Um, have you played Monopoly before? Absolutely. I'm a Monopoly champ. Oh, you better have a good answer for this one. Okay. So, Boardwalk versus Baltic Avenue. Which property are you purchasing first in your strategy to win and why? Boardwalk, of course. Um, I think Boardwalk, it, it's, it's quality. Um, it's, it's one of those pieces. I mean, Baltic Avenue is like you put a house down, you're probably making like $100, but with... <laughs> But with Boardwalk, you know, you put a house down, you're already making like $300. And then with the hotel already, it's like $1,000. So yeah, Boardwalk all day. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, everyone has such different answers for that question. And mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, that's just to show that there's no one right, white, right. Ugh, I can't talk. There is no <laughs> one right way to play board play monopoly or play uh -huh. investing like in real life you know mm -hmm. there's every strategy just fits for different people for your personality your risk profile like what you're looking to do you know so it basically there's no one right way just get started and stick to a strategy and just, yeah. and just do that right mm -hmm. um what does wealth mean to you um wealth to me is peace wealth is happiness it's waking up and having those two things um to me wealth is is definitely not you know how the number in your bank account it's it's so your mind and, and where it's at and your heart that's that's okay. wealth for me i love that especially the peace part okay yeah. so <laughs> my <laughs> next question is pretty new but 
I started asking the previous guests to ask a question for the next guest who they won't know who that is and it's just going to okay. be a random question. So I do have a question for you from the previous okay. guest, which is Sonia Rockville. She is uh -huh. a syndicator, a multifamily syndicator in the Northeast and Midwest, not Midwest, but Southeast. Um, okay. And it's so funny. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to answer this question because you've basically been doing, all right. The question is, what advice would you give to your younger self? I don't know. Oh, so like, I don't know what advice you gave yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like your, your younger self was already doing this. So I don't even know how much younger you could have gotten. Like, so I mean, I, honestly, yeah, yeah. what advice would I give my younger self? Um, Hmm, that's that's a really good one. I think I would tell myself um, that nothing is definite. Like you can reinvent yourself as many times as as you wanted, as you want to. Um, when before I even became an entrepreneur, um, I was set on going to law school, being an attorney, like going to school, making my family happy. Um, I thought like you know, because I've already said that that's what I want to do. I couldn't change, you know, that, but, um, as you know, you grow and you learn, you, you know, that like it, it really, life is all about, um, new adventures and finding things that make you happy. So nothing is definite. Do what makes you happy. I would tell my younger self that. Oh, that's good. I actually, I like that. That was a good on the spot answer. Um, so then the next question is, What's the question for the next guest? Oh, okay. Um, what, what's your biggest motivation? Um, I think that question differs for everyone, so. Yeah, yeah. writing that down, biggest motivation. Okay. You know what, so far, I thought I would get some crazy questions because they don't got to be business related. They could be personal. They could just be a joke, be off the wall. But everyone's okay. kind of playing the safe right now. They're, safe they're staying within the box. They don't want to offend, I guess, the next person that you don't know. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so this is this is this has been great. Like this is yeah. a wrap. Like we've done, we've talked about your story. Um, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more or connect with you, set up a call. Like, you know, you were saying that you want to help people. I know that's more with the, on the inspiration side, but if they want to mm -hmm. reach out and connect with you, how can they do that? Yeah. I mean, you can follow me on all social media platforms. Um, my name on every social media platform is Kenzie A. Barrett. Um, you can also um, connect with my podcast, the New Adults Club. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, literally everywhere. You can you you have um, streaming. We're on there, um, and, and yeah, or you can a website. Head over. You said. I'm sorry. You said you had a web a website. Yeah. So our my podcast website is newdoseclub.com, and then my syndication website is blueprintlandmarks.com. Okay. Perfect. All right, everyone. So you heard it. Follow Kenzie's journey. See what she's doing, um, especially if she's ahead of you and you can glean some feedback and tips and strategies from what you've seen her doing. Um, 
message her, DM her, you know, ask a question. And I'm I'm really just so grateful that we met and that you yeah. were able to come on, even from Costa Rica. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> to me, I'm, I'm on a plane. I flew somewhere. I'm on vacation. I don't care if I'm from there or not. I'm on vacation. Don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so guys, that's a wrap. And I thank you for listening to another episode of the show. And like I said at the beginning, please don't forget to um, give us a rating or review or share this episode with one other person who you think needs to hear it. Um, Because then we can share the wealth. Did you love this episode of Share the Wealth Show? Be sure to connect with Nicole by following her on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. If you picked up any of the gems that were dropped by today's guests, make sure you not only put them in your bag, but if you know of someone who would benefit from this information, don't keep it to yourself. Share the wealth and make sure to leave us a rating and review. We'll see you for next week's episode. Subscribe so you'll be notified. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.